Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town, but I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. Could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall, funny, smart, love basketball, from gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm, sperm cast. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to episode 15. 15. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I mean, I didn't think I'd get past episode two. Now I'm just cranking these things out. It's like a well-oiled machine. I mean, it's not really. It's still pretty hard, but I love it. It's so great. I'm so happy I'm doing this. Now, hang on a second while I get the new listeners up to speed. Hi, new listeners. Welcome to the family. Today, we're talking to a super cool person, which is why you're probably tuning in as a newbie. But if you have it in you, I suggest you go back to the beginning and binge because it's a super fun journey. And if not, and you just want to hear my guest, then here's the rundown. Molly Hawkey, soon to be 40, actor, writer, comedian. I've always wanted kids, but it didn't work out, so I'm figuring it out on my own and looking for a sperm donor. I was optimistic at first, then I got sad about life stuff, then I got filled with doubt, and now I'm realistic and working on my finances so I can actually make this happen. Okay, back to real time. Here are some updates. I finished a business resume this morning and I sent it off to a couple people, which is super weird for me. I'm taking prenatal vitamins and CoQ10. I'm still not drinking coffee or alcohol. I did a good job on a couple auditions. I was on Sirius XM the other day. I've been speaking with a couple potential podcast sponsors. I finally found a therapist who takes my insurance. I figured out what I'm going to do for my birthday and I'm looking forward to it. I'm feeling really good and sane in the brain. And my Patreon is up to 207 bucks. Thanks, you guys. Okay, enough about me. Let's get to my guest. She needs no introduction, but I'm going to do it anyway. Her name is Georgia Hardstark, and she's the co-host of one of the most popular podcasts literally on the planet. It's the true crime podcast, My Favorite Murder. Now, before I started my podcast, I didn't really listen to any podcasts. I knew my friend Georgia had a podcast, but I had no idea what it was about and no idea that it was huge. Ew, I said huge in the Trump way. Gross. My Favorite Murder has been at the very, very top of iTunes podcast charts for two years. They get 19 million listeners a month. And they just finished writing a book. It's called Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered. And you can pre-order it online now. So, of course, I hit up Georgia for some advice before I started Spermcast. And she gave me lots of great tips. And, you know, she is living proof that one can, in fact, make a living off a podcast. So, you know, I'm just saying, you guys. It could happen. Anywho, I was scrolling Instagram last week and saw a post of Georgia's that piqued my interest. The caption read, Sorry, Mom, still don't want to have kids. Right? <laughs> yeah. Something like that? Yeah, I posted a photo of my my nephew's, like, he's like two and a half. He's the cutest kid I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is just not just for me saying that because I'm his aunt, but, like, the sweetest kid. And he, like, ran over when we were walking somewhere and grabbed Vince's hand, my husband, and... I took a picture of them walking hand in hand, and it was oh. just like, oh, oh that's yeah, that's so sweet. I love it. But then I posted it and wrote, but sorry, mom, I also still don't want kids. Yeah. And then you're so like, I saw that. And you know? I was like, you don't want kids? I need you on my podcast. <laughs> that's a perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's plenty of women that don't want to have kids, but I mean, you're Georgia Hartstar. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I am, and I don't. Question um, mark? What's that? I am, and I don't question mark oh, like a tbd oh. situation no like a pretty d situation pretty deed situation but there's just a little tiny yeah, piece of you yeah do you um do you talk about your age do people do you care about that oh, stuff I don't do care. You, so can you tell us no. a little bit more wait should we just have more fun and fun conversation before we get into the nitty-gritty sure or? whatever you no want. i mean what do you think amanda does this is i this mean fun? i think it's kind of hard to be like let's have a fun conversation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go. I mean, honestly, I thought Molly. this was fun. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. Right. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about whatever. But 
Oh, yeah, yeah. This is really fun. Sorry. sorry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Molly's really great at interviews. I'm really good at it. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. We'll talk about the real important stuff. That I, we I'm sure about. we'll find tangents. And... Well, actually, tell me how it's going so far. Oh. I do want to know. Like, are you? Um, well, the audience knows. Um, you guys don't need to hear all that because you know everything about me. But I updated Georgia on all the highs and lows from the last few months. And I told her about the anxiety and the panic and this. I'm on Lexapro now. Good for you. Yeah, I've I haven't cried that. in about two weeks. Nice. Wow. I don't think I have. So weird. Ugh, isn't that the best? <laughs> not know. not crying, but just suddenly your emotions being a little more um, reliable. I guess. But I didn't know my emotions weren't reliable before. I just mm. want to cut out the panic. But yeah. But now I have to get back to you. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. I'm so used to talking to other people. Okay. Okay. So I'm 38. Oh, just okay. So you know. Okay, and so 38. Good. Yeah. And so it's like that time where you kind of, it's like, you got to decide soonish. Yeah. Right? Right. But I don't want to. You don't want to decide? Yeah. You I, don't want to have to decide. Well, that's, an, that's something we all have to face. I know. I want to decide when I'm 45. Yeah, you know, yeah. I know, when and I st- it still might be a out. no, but but I don't think anything will be ironed out at forty five for me either. Right, right. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever think about freezing your eggs just in case? I did when I was younger, but I didn't have any money, and now it just feels like, well, if you're gonna do it at thirty eight, you might as well. Do, it's, you know, it's between. It's still a big difference from thirty eight to forty. Is it really? Because that's when it just goes. I feel like I'm so not, I'm so far away from wanting to that it would be weird and like a lot of money. Yeah. But what if I change? (laughs) I'm so like, there's so many. Well, if you change your mind, you have other, other options besides using your own. Totally. Genetic material. Totally. Like I definitely want to foster. Yeah. Kids. That's nice. And I feel like if I do that, I'm just going to end up adopting if I can one of the kids. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But like, I don't know, man, the thought of having, I love kids. I love babies. I love, I love pregnancy. I'm like, that's like one of the bummers about it for me is like that I get, like have to miss out on like pregnancy and giving birth. I think it seems fascinating and so interesting. And I'm like the weirdo who's totally into that. That's what I'm part of, a big part for me as well. Yeah. But like, but then I think about actually having a kid and I just get like fucking panicked. (laughs) Like. What is it about it, exactly? Oh, God. I mean, there's so many things. I think the biggest thing is just the worry constantly. I just don't think I have what, like, especially, like, every time I, like, read about murders and, like, study all this stuff, I'm, like, I think about the family, and I think about what they have to go through, and I think about the constant worry of, like, raising a child and then, like, just letting them go live their lives and hope that you did the best and everything's okay and... You know, so that means you have to have more than one, even though I really would only want one, yeah. but it'd have to have more than one because you got to have a sibling and then you have to make sure that one, if one of them gets murdered by a serial killer, like you have another one oh, there yeah. just in case. But doesn't it always seem more tragic when the parents only have one? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, horrible. That's... I know. Wow. I wonder how much you are influenced by your interest in murder and all, all of that because yeah. that makes sense that you would think that way like that's not something unless I'm actively listening to true crime right this or that that which I often am right (laughs) I think we all are it's like that's not on the forefront of my mind well how long have you been into murder (laughs) um I mean since probably like 13 or so yeah so but I think it's more like I'm into murder because I have anxiety. So I think it's the anxiety more so than the murder, you know, because I can do it about car accidents and I do it about, you know, just crazy things that could happen. And mm-hmm. I look at, I mean, it's just constant. Do you do anything for your anxiety? Yeah. I mean, I'm on meds, but clearly yeah. it's like, they help me even out, but I still am an anxious person. Yeah. And I go to therapy, like, you know, lifelong therapy person. Yeah. But I mean, I also really love like, my freedom and yeah. my life and like if I go to the grocery store and a kid is whining and crying I'm just like oh fuck that shit <laughs> and I know everyone's like well it's different when it's yours and it's like but there's still a little dick yeah like it's still your little dick that you have to fucking deal with and I really don't have a lot of patience for kids being assholes yeah but are those kids dicks because their parents suck 
That's a great like would my kid be awesome? I maybe. Right. I hope maybe. that about my kid, but that could be a real I, I could get in trouble for saying that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel like all kids have bad days. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah. But, but how do they how do they the react point. to bad days? Yeah. Is it by being a dick? Because I just like can picture resenting my kid. <laughs> is that terrible? <laughs> my little, am I, am I sound like a monster. No, no. I think that a lot of parents, everyone think. Mm-hmm. I think anyone who's considering kids, okay. unless that's like your one and only dream in life. Right. I feel like everyone thinks about this. I yeah. really wish it was a dream. Like I kind of feel broken that I'm not like, well, I want to get married and have kids someday. I've never been like that, and yeah. it just feels like life would be a lot easier to have like a, you know that as a goal mm-hmm. well i don't know it's that's been my goal but i haven't gotten it what's easier oh, right that's true yeah that's true I but mean, you must have had other I mean, if you achieve that goal then that's 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 easy yeah right but it's always this thing way in the distance yeah that's that true i'm like oh that's gonna happen someday and now i'm like when is that gonna happen i mean i guess it probably saved us from some staying in relationships you wouldn't want to be in because I have been in a couple long-term relationships that like could have ended up with a kid if I had wanted one Mm -hmm. and thank god they didn't Mm -hmm. because then I'd be you know stuck with that person for life yeah and that's another you know I come from um my parents divorced when I was a kid and knowing like and they hate each other and so knowing Mm -hmm. that then that person is stuck in your life forever too seems really fucking shitty yeah 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 that's a worry of mine that's part of the reason a lot of people are some people are like Molly, do you think you're going to find the love of your life doing this podcast <laughs> and have a baby with them? And I'm like, I think that would be like maybe everybody's fantasy. That's how the movie goes. Right. But realistically, I'm not positive that I could make the right choice about a man in this time period in right. which I need to have a baby. And get to know them well enough. Yeah. You know. I've broken up with guys after three years and I don't have to spend my life with them. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. (laughs) What about like, would you share like responsibility with a friend if they wanted to do it? Or I mean, yeah, I've been thinking about that a little bit lately. But then you have to like, if they start dating someone, then you are dating that person too, essentially. I know that's a little bit weird because you have to approve of that person that's going to be around your kid. But totally. But also, if you trust your friend, hopefully they're not going to have a yeah shitty girlfriend right well that's what I think about too of like my your parent like my parents divorcing and then so like if Vince and I have a kid and I know this is super negative but like I'm just realistic if we have a kid and we and it's really hard on the relationship I know that that's a strain on relationships Mm -hmm. we break up and he just starts dating someone then I just have to fucking like deal with it and hope that this person he's with and they who he like spends the night at their place or whatever is right. cool and isn't psycho and doesn't have crazy parents who yeah. also influence the kid. And, is this is, the, is this part of the what if anxiety uh-huh. that you have? Uh huh. I think that we're not allowed to say what if. I mean, no. I was talking with a, a therapist type woman. I think she called herself a, um, <laughs> a type, type woman. woman. <laughs> I don't know who disclaimer. She was. <laughs> Oh my god! Where did you meet her? My mother set me up with her. Oh my god! What was she? <laughs> I don't know what she, she called herself. A um, oh god, like, like an a anxiety coach? coach, maybe an anxiety coach, huh. maybe. She gave me a lot of tips on how to get on the plane. Oh, because I had a problem. I, I I booked a thing on the East Coast and I was afraid to fly. Uh, I was having. I was worried that I would have a panic attack on the flight. Yeah. And um, my mom had to fly all the way out here, Aww. and she flew me back. It was that's really that's so, so sweet. I know, beautiful. Like that's we a have good the best parent. time too. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, but this woman, um, my mom, my mom said she, Judy's going to call you right now and talk for as long as you want. I got it. I don't wow. know. I don't know if it costs money or what, or if the woman did, it, or if my mom paid her. I don't Where know. did she find her? A friend of her of, of my mom's, and she just coaches it. you on shit that you're anxious about. I guess she coaches a lot of people with a fear of flying. Uh-huh. She gave me all these tips, but one of the thing was things was you are not allowed to ask yourself what if mm-hmm. because you're not that's you're not in the moment, right? But um, but that's all panic attacks are. It's just, yeah, it's what if I have a panic attack, or what if this happens, what if that happens, and then it, from that, what if that happens? Totally, and it just builds and builds in your brain. But like, 
maybe normal people aren't always asking. <laughs> yeah. You don't know, what if Vince and I break up and then Vince right. is dating this woman that I hate no, and it's then they bananas. live in a shitty apartment downtown. It's and- why I don't sleep. I can't fall asleep at night. It's just this constant. But my therapist, my real th- therapist, therapist, um, the, the, she just recently introduced me to this idea of are you, um, what is it? Are you planning? Are you preparing? Or are you perseverating? So planning and preparing for the bad situation is fine because mm-hmm. you know you're just running yourself but if you're just sitting there obsessing and thinking and thinking can you say that word again perseverating perseverate p-e-r-s-e-v-e-r-a-t-e verb to repeat or prolong an action thought or utterance after the stimulus that prompted it has ceased Mm-hmm. yeah i get that Perseveration, according to psychology, psychiatry, and speech-language pathology, is the repetition of a particular response, such as a word, phrase, or gesture, regardless of the absence or cessation of a stimulus. If you had a habit of continuing to wave goodbye long after your friend had left, you might say that you tend to perseverate or repeat a gesture even after it's no longer appropriate or necessary. I've never heard it before. I do not know that word. I didn't either, but it's it stems from um, perseverance. Oh. So persiv- oh, like it's like over and over and mm, constant. Perseverating. I know, weird, right? I like if it. it's wrong, I blame my therapist. <laughs> um, and so that's you know what I do is I just circle around these like terrible ideas but does thinking about whether or not you're planning preparing or perseverating Mm -hmm. help you um yeah when you're in the moment and you're spiraling it's like what are you doing right now and is it helping at all and if it's not helping you in the future then just like slow down yeah I like that yeah do you guys think because I've heard this before if you don't really want a kid then you don't want kids Mm, yeah that's a great question I wonder if that's really true because I don't think I don't think I really want kids but I want kids yeah (laughs) Yeah, like you're supposed to have kids but you don't want them no I I do want them but I'm not like dying for them but when I think about my life I'm like yeah I want kids but I'm it's not like I'm 90% of women don't know what they want Guys, don't listen to me. I just made that up. Anywho, I looked it up for peace of mind, and in 2013, 7% of women ages 15 to 44 didn't want children. The other 93% already had or definitely wanted children. So I guess there's just like zero gray area, you guys, and you have to pick one or the other. You cannot ask questions. It's just not allowed. I do, um, but I rarely meet somebody that's like, yeah, I absolutely have always known that I wanted kids. Really? I, I feel like I know. I feel like... You're not allowed some, to say that. Well, it's so funny because I think it's a different experience being in like the entertainment industry right. in Los Angeles mm-hmm. where it's almost frowned upon to be like, I really want children totally. or to have kids when the rest of America is having children, like in your mid 20s. Yeah. I mean, that's what everyone else is doing and it's totally fine. But out here you do feel like a little bit you feel embarrassed if you're married before you're 30 yeah which is crazy (laughs) yeah I found a post of mine from when I was 31 years old a post on Facebook and it was just a picture of me making goofy face and right next to it I had written I'm 31 and I want kids fuck you (laughs) what the hell what does that mean I don't know (laughs) because it was like rebellious that you yeah. wanted that yeah and it, it was like me admitting that i'm single and 31 can you imagine right now though like if you had had a kid at 31 what your life would how different your life would be like would i want that life i it's interesting probably too for you georgia because your career has just yeah. taken off like yeah. it went in the last few years yeah. yeah so that has to that's just it puts you in a different situation yeah and it wouldn't have been with vince so like i probably wouldn't have met him yeah I mean, yeah. I don't know. But then I'm like, well, what about this like fun eight year old kid who's like cool and probably named Lewis? And I don't know why he's a boy, but he's a boy. And Lewis is a Lewis. cute name. Because I love that name. Oh, man. Uh-oh. See, that's not good. Maybe you can just adopt an eight year old and change his name to Lewis. Great. Maybe I'll just find an adoptable Lewis, eight year old Lewis. Anybody named Lewis Great. out there need a mom? <laughs> Call Any me. listeners named Lewis? Send your kid to me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It is weird. Like, yeah. pe- And people don't talk about... It, it kind of drives me crazy that parents, especially moms, won't say like... I've had actually guys say to me when we're drinking, it sucks, don't do it. Like, having oh, a kid yeah. sucks. A lot of guys say that. Right. I've heard people say that. 
Mm-hmm. Sure. A lot of moms won't won't say that, and maybe it's because they don't feel it. But I just feel like I wish one mom would like level with me. But they always say like, "I'm happy. I love my kid. This this is amazing. I wouldn't trade it for the world." But mm-hmm. if I had known what it would be like, I would have thought harder, or I would have waited, or I would you know. Mm-hmm. It just feels like I'm a weirdo for not wanting kids. And I feel I kind of like I'm on your level too, where it's like I can't imagine my life never have like with never having had a kid. But I also don't want one. So then how do you... Yeah, I guess when I think about planning my future, it's like I want a family. Right. Um, At 60, do you imagine yourself with a grown kid? Like, yeah, but I don't want the in-between part. Yeah, it's interesting. (laughs) I, It's just... And there's different probably levels of wanting kids. Like, I intellectually, I'm like, yes, this is... Like, we're going to probably try to have kids, like, soonish. But I'm not... I've never been that person that's like... I really want kids. Yeah. So it's just like this craving weird... this to be a mom and a... yeah, I do think I will say as I'm getting a little bit older and some of my friends are having kids, I'm a little bit more goo goo gaga mm-hmm. over the babies mm-hmm. than I was when I was younger. Like they're so cute and I'm endeared to them. And it's, it's your friends' little faces yes. and your friends as mommy and daddy. No, no, that question you asked earlier, um, it, that it's got to be like uh, you have to fully 100% want these kids or you shouldn't have them at all. Is that something yeah. you actually heard or did you just make I, that up? I've No, I've heard that. I don't oh. know where or who said it. but <laughs> it, has it sounds been, like that thing with like if you're in a relationship, it has to be a fuck yes or a fuck no. Yeah, I think I've just heard people saying it's having kids is so hard that if, if you're asking yourself, do I want kids, you don't want kids. And I don't think that's true. No, I don't think huh. it's true. I don't think it really... I think it it takes a lot of consideration. There are so many factors that go into it that people are actually thinking about it. I think that's a good thing. Plus, I think people, I think in our society, like not having a kid is not that easy of a decision to make. Like you're expected to want to have kids and get, you know, get married and have kids. It's like the the thing you're supposed to strive for in life, it feels like. Yeah. Do you feel like people... um, feel sorry for you yeah or I don't know like um I know that when I was younger I felt sorry for women that were 40 and didn't have kids right really oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it's somehow like because they couldn't figure it out not because they actually made those choices right yes 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 yeah yes like they couldn't find a man wait guys I know I sound like an asshole but let me explain I think the reason I felt sorry for women who were 40 and single and without kids was because it was one of my biggest fears and I just assumed because I was young and dumb that this was all women's biggest fear regardless I was curious what some of my listeners thought so I asked my Instagram followers the first word that comes to mind when they meet a woman who's 40 years old single and has no kids I expected to hear things like sad or longing I got cool Free spirit, high maintenance, independent, normal, independent, badass, idle, won't settle, career-oriented, liberated, holla, free, smart, normal, cats, independent, carefree, fun, freedom, freedom, molly, strong. I also got one that said, did they hate men? Did they choose career aspirations and feel too busy for relationships? But that's not one word. Anyway, this all tells me one thing. My listeners are cool as hell, and I'm still an asshole. And now that I'm 40, I'm like, can you well, imagine? Not, but... Almost. Or my friends are, whoever. And I, it's like, can you imagine being in an unhappy relationship at 40? More than like, can you imagine being single at 40? Yeah. You know? But I also, I think in this day and age, it's almost rude to ask somebody if they're going to have kids. Yes, totally. That's why I don't know how to get guests. That's why I was so excited when I saw your post. Yeah. Because I don't know who doesn't want to have kids. Yeah. And I'm too afraid to ask. Um, I don't think it's that weird. I don't I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. I've been asked that a lot. I think since Vince and I got married and mm-hmm. I always try to just make it, you know, a casual answer of no, I don't you know, I don't think it's gonna happen. But mm-hmm. I know I'm trying to like make that person comfortable for asking me mm-hmm. more than I'm just like casual answering it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like they're gonna be like creeped out that or embarrassed that they asked it because also it's like well how do you not like when you ask someone that question you don't know if I can't physically have children and it's a big issue for me or I've had miscarriages and I don't want to fucking talk about it which is probably more of a reason why not to ask people yeah but then we can't ever get to know anybody right like so so I, I I wish that all of this stuff was way easier to talk about yeah 
that way we could just talk about it and it wouldn't be odd to ask somebody if they want kids or not or if they're going to have kids without putting that pressure on that person that that you're asking. Molly, you're at the fucking forefront of this movement with this podcast. <laughs> wow, thanks. Thank you. Did you know that this was a movement, not just a... Uh, well, uh, it's moving. I don't... I got... I can't get off this train. <laughs> I love it. So let's make that the goal from of this podcast from now on, to make it easier to talk about all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, with all perspectives. Yeah. Welcomed. Do you yeah. get judgment from people or other women about that or are people mostly supportive mm, I mean my mom of course wants me to have kids and really I'm just like she, she and I barely talk and you think I need to be a mom <laughs> like oh my god that's not don't convince me it's the best um but my sister is like you should do this you should have one but it's only because she has the perfect kid so mm. I'm like well if I could be guaranteed like a kid like my either of my nephews yeah. then maybe I'd consider it more but considering all the things that could go wrong and all the fucking things I've done to my body throughout my life and like bad decisions I've made I just feel and like and then also it, you know we've talked about how society kind of judges women who don't want to have kids and yet I feel like there's no infrastructure or support for moms oh, of course not like oh yeah and also once I I feel and my worry always is once you have a kid you're just kind of written off as a mom right and right. there's like this weird connotation that comes with that yeah um like I've always had this con- I, I see people who have babies and then their whole social media presence becomes the babies. And in my mind, that's a worry. I'm like, I don't want to like suddenly become a baby because yeah, I have a baby. mommy groups and all these mommy yoga, things, yeah. which seems like great for them and social. But I think that you're just so ostracized that the only people you can really hang out and talk to are other yeah, parents. and then I, I start to think, like, why do, do I feel that way? You know, why is that? Do I look at that and think, like, oh, that person has a kid, so, like, they're giving up on their dreams or something, which is so not the case. And then as, uh, you know, people in my peer group and people I admire who are also, like, working women have kids, yeah. you know, I find it very inspiring to see them maintaining their personality and this is mostly just on social media totally. like, I don't necessarily so know these people <laughs> right. mm-hmm. yeah but I'm like oh this is I don't know it's just interesting the pregnancy the birth the baby up until their what you know elementary school age it all works for you that's fine but the thought of you essentially go back to elementary school when you have a kid who is in elementary school and high school and you have to help them with homework you have to do like you know school activities they have soccer they have all these things going on I really really hated that time in my life and I don't want to relive it and I don't want to go back to that kid maybe getting bullied or being a bully Mm. or you know any kind of school being hard for like I just don't want to and that's the thing for Vince and why he kind of doesn't want kids is that childhood really makes him sad so like I don't want to go back through that and high school and like I just yeah like you're in it again yeah so I think for people who have good experiences with their childhoods maybe want kids more than people who like didn't didn't like it and are so I'm like so happy to be an adult that I don't want to do that again that's so interesting I loved being a kid yeah that's awesome yeah right Molly like grew up on a farm oh my god that's amazing (laughs) I grew up in a fucking suburb and it sucked so I yeah maybe I just need to move to a farm with a kid maybe I mean I've even thought like well could I homeschool just so they don't have to deal with that I know it's a different world now but yeah well it's it's all it's a scarier world now actually yeah that's true I mean they're doing you know shooting drills yeah dude you know that's not what they're called what are they called shooting drills well where they're they're lining up shooting people (laughs) well they are going to arm the children now right yeah that's can you like here's my here's why i go back to my obsessive worry and it's not that fucking weird is like sending your kid to elementary school or high school could be a fucking death sentence for them yeah Yeah. that's I, i i don't think i could live every day knowing that my big uh, irrational not that yours is irrational yeah, but mine is uh, bodies of water and, okay. and children I worry about everybody drowning all the time sure. even adults and when I was in oh. North Carolina recently I kept thinking everybody was going to drown and like oh my god That's I almost crazy. panicked while I was on the beach uh, I was like well there had been two drownings <gasps> while I was there but oh like not, not in the on the beach we were at but like down in North Carolina somewhere so That's horrible. I just kept thinking riptides were taking people away every time someone went under a wave and they didn't come back immediately oh, like up, poor I, thing. I was freaking out and I, and I feel like Oh, and there was one time I was at the beach with my family and my sister-in-law 
didn't know where my niece was and she had gone for a walk with my brother but we didn't know that yeah. <laughs> and so she was looking out at the water and screaming her name and oh my god I, no, I mean, that's that awful. and then they so came back walking back like hey what are you yelling yeah, for yeah i don't want that i don't want any of that i don't need that i mean i just yeah i don't i, I can't do that do you have pets Fuck yeah, I have three cats. I'm obsessed with them. Like, they're like my babies. I know that's, like, so corny, but... Um, and I just want pets my whole life. Because pets, I mean, to someone who doesn't have children, they're big responsibilities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love them so much. Yeah. Like, I, I also am like, if I have a kid, am I going to love it as much as I love Elvis? <laughs> I don't know, man. I really fucking love that cat. And he's usually not a dick. And the other thing... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I really love my time with Vince. I love yeah. that we have this like special like connection and relationship and have this like it's, you know, it's kind of us against the world. Mm. And it'd be really cool to have a kid part of that. But I feel like when you have more than one, it's hard to have that. That's I worry guys, about that too because I also like really really like my time right. with Matt and yeah. I'm like uh, and this is like wrong but I think like what if I have a kid and then I'm jealous of their I think oh, that happens. I think that happens. I feel like whenever you talk to someone with kids, especially when they're older, like they resent their partner because they don't parent the way they want them to parent, or they don't pull pull their weight, or they don't do. And I yeah. think that's just this thing that happens be- with the stress of having a kid. And like, I really don't want to resent Vince or not like Vince or, you know, re- yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So who knows? You know, it'd be great. And I this I, I I'm like knocking on wood because I don't want this to happen. But if I accidentally got pregnant, that would be so easy that would answer so yeah, many questions would. right oh i keep wishing that would just happen to me <laughs> but i'm so good with the you know, i know i'm like we're really careful really good. so i just don't think it's gonna happen but it would be like okay great it's answered for me i don't have to think about it yeah yeah what yeah. if i was pregnant right now no i'm not <gasps> what about me it would be fun if we were all <laughs> we were all let's do it <laughs> In nine months, we come back and we curse ourselves at the, for right now. You didn't actually knock on any wood. I know. I, I know. You better it. There, 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 there. Okay. But is that no. for or against? I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah. when you do it, three three people do it at once, then it makes it ha- happen. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Get Matt in here to knock on someone. We just cast a spell. I know. No. The babies are literally flying into the Oh, my God. Right Our personalities. I feel... <laughs> How fun would that be? Wait, is it, but my ex, I accidentally got Amanda's baby. <laughs> you got my weird, like, Jewish, anxious kid. I would love, how cute with all the, like, vintage pregnancy dresses and stuff. Yeah, that I would just, be cool. I love, I love a moo-moo. A moo-moo. Oh, I'm, I'm only going to be in, like, 1970s moo Definitely. Oh, yes. I already I have, have that. pregnancy clothes. Already. I feel like, you know what I think is the cutest is when a really pregnant woman wears a bikini at the beach. Ooh, it's just cute. like... Fuck yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. yeah. I love pregnant bodies. I yeah. love photographing them. They probably also have hemorrhoids, though, so let's not just That's like That's forget true. about that. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> the negative <laughs> shit. I got to throw that in there. Hemorrhoid. H-E-M-O-R-R-H-O-I-D. Noun. A swollen vein or group of veins in the region of the anus. Hemorrhoids are swollen blood vessels in the rectal area. They typically range in size from as small as a pea to as large as a grape. Oh, boy. And they can develop inside the rectum or protrude through the anus. Why are hemorrhoids more common during pregnancy? Your growing uterus, constipation, and an increase in the hormone progesterone all make it more likely you'll develop hemorrhoids during pregnancy, as well as varicose veins in the legs and sometimes even in the vulva. Wow. You know, I already have varicose veins on my legs, so go me. During pregnancy, progesterone relaxes the walls of your veins, allowing them to swell more easily. Progesterone also contributes to constipation by slowing down your intestinal tract. Wow. It's a good thing I love fruit. Who will I get to take my photos when I'm pregnant? 
Mm, I'll take them. Oh gosh, I'll take Naked. them on my iPhone. <laughs> oh, you want to do like the sexy pregnancy Not photos? Sexy, beautiful. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I'd want those like when they're looking down and it's black and white. Yeah, I don't see myself doing that. No. But I guess when your body, it's like crazy you're yeah. like i need to document you this. do i think it's really important to document that okay stuff. interesting I, I, I think, like um, that y'all should go to my tumblr page where oh, I, have, shit, do you? I don't even know the address you can just go to www.hockeyphotos.com yeah there's some beautiful maternity photos on there like wow. of naked people that's weird i love it <laughs> i think that's awesome i think um but it'd they're be not fun. cheesy yeah 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 It'd be fun to have big boobs for the first time in my oh, life. Oh, yeah, me yes. too. I, right? like I think that. we're That's all my main of, reason. Yeah. <laughs> Cleavage. I know. What? That'd be kind Men of Men would look at me differently. Yeah. Yeah, they, but, they wouldn't look at my eyes. Right. Like no one's ever do. looked at my boobs talking to me in my life. <laughs> they wouldn't listen to what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> I do think it would be fun to be pregnant just because people like open doors mm-hmm. for you. I know there's a lot of ladies who are like, I don't want the attention. Like, don't touch my belly. Like, oh, don't yeah. ask. Don't tell me, you know, if my child's a boy or a girl. Like, I'm like, I want everyone on me all the time being like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Touching yeah. me. And What's the name? So yeah. I don't ask any questions. Can I tell? Yeah. Once in a while, I'll touch a belly and just be like freak out about it even though it's so creepy but I ask first oh yeah Yeah, it's good to get consent yeah (laughs) I'm giving everyone consent right now I love to be touched yeah I'll just rub my belly on everyone else (laughs) make them touch it (laughs) grab me you're gonna get sued for sexual harassment (laughs) (laughs) you could actually probably make a lot of money on Craigslist for guys who just Mm -hmm. wanted to touch a woman's pregnant belly whoa yeah I bet that's a thing wow right rub your feet there are a lot of men who I think find that attractive and a lot of men who are repulsed by pregnancy and like won't what I've got to talk to some of them. Yeah, yeah. you should. Yeah. That's anonymous maybe they, if you let them be anonymous. Or or for not anonymous. Sure. If you're disgusted by pregnancy, you're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> but uh hit me up. Do you Spermcast. have a phone line? Yeah. And like you should have oh that's three fun. two three seven four one eighteen eighteen. I love it. <laughs> that's great. Let me know if you hate babies. <laughs> <laughs> or pregnant. Women. Or if you're a mom and you're like, don't have kids. It was the biggest mistake of my life. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I wanna know yeah. that. Yeah. I that would be great to talk to a woman who was convinced she didn't want kids and then or did no but has kids currently (gasps) oh shit yeah i mean you could be anonymous if you'd like we could i could change your voice actually that'd be really fun for me to work to play with your voice and (laughs) in my progress just this weird muppet i think (laughs) i've read some opinion like pieces about women like that yeah i I have to look into that there's also i've um read a couple articles about women who were in their mid or mid 30s early mid 30s who knew they didn't want kids like 100% sure who wanted to go get their tubes tied um, or for medical reasons get a hysterectomy and a lot of doctors will not do that <gasps> right and which is interesting in the same they way will give a man a vasectomy I, I think question. I think so yeah, yeah. but in or, the same way that like a tattoo artist won't give a person their first tattoo on their hand or their neck or something because it's like you don't know yet if you want that interesting <laughs> yeah I mean in some ways I'm like I guess I see that point but it's like if a woman is it, yeah. maybe if like an 18 year old came in sure. and was like I don't hysterectomy h-y-s-t-e-r-e-c-t-o-m-y noun a surgical operation to remove all parts of the uterus, 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 all par- all or part. <clears throat> a surgical operation to remove all or part of the uterus. Hysterectomy is the surgical removal of the uterus. It may also involve removal of the cervix, ovarian, fallopian tubes, and other surrounding structures. Now here's my question. Hysterical origin. While the word hysteria originates from the Greek word for uterus, oh shit! Historically, hysteria was thought to manifest itself in women with a variety of symptoms, including anxiety, shortness of breath, fainting, insomnia, irritability, nervousness, as well as sexually forward behavior. Yeah, I guess I'm hysterical. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about vasectomies for a second. Vasectomy. V-A-S-E-C-T-O-M-Y. Noun. 
the surgical cutting and sealing of part of each vas deferens typically as a means of sterilization. Holy cronolies, you guys. I just watched a video of an actual vasectomy. Okay, here's how it goes. They cut a half centimeter slice in the scrotum. They pull out the vas deferens, which is the tube that brings the sperm up to the prostate and the seminal vesicles where it's mixed with the seminal fluid and becomes semen and shoots out of the D. Okay, so they pinch off two parts of the vas deferens, then slice in between them, then cauterize the ends, sew them up, fold them over, sew them up again, drop them back into the sack, and voila, you're done. They don't even have to sew up the scrotum. It just heals on its own within three days. It's so easy and such an interesting video to watch. You guys should watch one. Okay, why did I go on this tangent? I was going to talk about how the, def- the doctors treat women and men differently, but it turns out when it comes to fertility, doctors are careful with all young women and men. They actually have a difficult ethical quandary. Reading from an essay on the ethics of sterilization, the primary principle of the Hippocratic tradition is to, above all, do no harm. Until recently, most surgery was performed to remove diseased tissue and restore the body to reasonable physical function. However, and now I'm paraphrasing, modern surgical recommendations have changed, allowing for elective operations if they enhance the patient's life rather than just preserving it. This raises another issue, though. Who is to say what's going to enhance a life? The doctor who is performing an irreversible procedure and knows all about the risks and gets information like one in four people regret sterilization down the road? Or the patient, who has probably been thinking about this for years. People don't just go in for a hysterectomy on a whim. In conclusion, and now I'm reading again, sterilization of young, childless adults for non-medical reasons is ethical if they are properly informed of all the risks, including regret. The line, like what age? Yeah. Uh, maybe after 25 when your brain is fully developed. Sure. Is, is that a real thing? I think like 25 yeah. or 26 is like when your brain is finished. I think mine's still doing it. <laughs> Yours might be shrinking. <laughs> You're reversing. You were really mature, six year old, and now you're. No, I don't think it ever got up to 25. It, it got to about 18 and then started going backwards. <laughs> then it went up again, then it's going back mm-hmm. down again. You're on a That's roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> there's, um, have you, there, there's like a subreddit all for women who don't want kids, and I was wondering if you'd ever looked at any of that. No. no. Okay, this will be short. I just wanted to talk about this subreddit for a second. It's called Child Free, and there are 341,000 members. And basically, people just go here to rant about other people's kids being annoying. Check out some of these subject lines. My friend was full of life and dreams. Now she's just a mom. She has a baby. Let her go first. Why do parents expect everyone to be babysitters? Denied seats on British Airways because we are child free. Monday may suck, but at least I don't have kids. Watch your kids. They should be sitting down, not running around while you ignore them. Want to fight for the environment? Then realize that having a child is the largest contribution towards anthropogenic climate change that you can ever make. Who brings a baby and a toddler to an 8 p.m. concert? I despise people that allow their hell spawn to scream in public bathrooms, let their children crawl around, or bring their older-than-should-be boys inside. Now, look, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody here. I'm just, well... I'm really, I'm just trying to practice my accents and work on my vocal range, but on top of that, I'm just trying to show that there's a huge community of people out there that don't want children and that it's not abnormal. Because do you feel the impulse to connect with other women who are like not interested with having kids or it's not even on your radar? It is. You know, I feel like most of my girlfriends don't want kids. Oh, wow. It is nice to to, have friends that are like, I'm never going to lose you to you know parenthood yeah okay cool yeah yeah. so molly have you i mean the last time i checked in with you i think after benny and everything you were kind of on the fence of do you even want kids and you were thinking about maybe surrogacy as a route but is are you back to wanting to raise children that's not the last time you checked in with me well i guess that was like the last time we really fully talked about it oh yeah no i definitely well i guess i i don't want to say definitely but i'm almost positive that I want to have that I want all of this to happen yeah okay (laughs) um I think last week you said do you have a deadline right that's that's true and I said I can't answer that right now because I'm I'm just trying to get my mental health in order okay so I guess I'm asking again do you have a deadline now (laughs) (laughs) one week later uh it's it's a little bit more less hazy I, I don't have a deadline but I do feel a little more stable and I 
I think it's hard when you can't predict your own future without the kid. You know, when you have a normal job, you know what your your life's going to look like in the future just a little bit. And I just, um, it's just so, it's so gray and hazy. I just don't, I never know what's around the corner. But, um, but I just feel a little bit better this week. So you're coming out of, I guess, out of it, I, think. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's say, let's see. What's the, August? Uh-huh. Then I want to have a baby in what month? <laughs> that soon? No, like I want the baby to have oh. what birthday? What sign do I want the oh, baby? Oh, God. Ooh. Do people think about that? Yeah, I don't look, know. well, let's count backwards. So okay. I'm a Taurus. I mean, I'm a Virgo and I love Virgos. I mean, you, I love myself. Do you get along with Virgo? Yeah, I wouldn't want, I I'm I a Gemini know. and I would not want a Gemini. Well, I love my mom and me. Oh, Your great. mom's We're a Virgo? <laughs> oh, my great. God. Wow. Yeah, I guess try and have a Virgo. So then I'd have to do this by December. Wow. wow. Of this year, you could... Right? Maybe what? by another year. Or probably November. It's more like 10 months, isn't it? It's like nine yeah, months is a lie. They start from <laughs> when you were supposed to get your period oh, or something. It oh, is 10 months. Yeah. If you know your conception date, then you just add 38 weeks to that. If you don't know your conception date, then most doctors will just add 10 months to the first day of your last period. Okay. But I think really it's nine and a half months, 38 weeks. Fucking bananas. I mean, why not aim for this December? Why <laughs> not? I love Oh my God, do it. I love it. It'll be so fun. If my brain, maybe if my brain is doing better by then. You know what I want to get? There is a home um, fertility test for men. It's like a little centrifuge and you just put the cum in it. For men? <laughs> yes. You put the semen in there and it and it tests their motility of the sperm. Wow. How and much? I think, I think it's a couple hundred bucks. But I think it you would be a great that. thing to do for the podcast. You should it. totally Can do that. Bring it here? Once? Can I bring it here and have each d- contestant do it in your bathroom? They're going to go jerk off in my bathroom? <laughs> yes. I forgot about that part. <laughs> I'll have to disable my cameras. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. No, no, we won't do it here. We wouldn't do it here. Oh, maybe that you should see if they'll sponsor this podcast and they'll oh, give you a free yes. one. Yes. Okay, it's called Track Male Fertility Testing System. It's about 200 bucks, 225 if you want the refills. I'm going to need a lot of refills, you guys. Anyway, it's a tiny little centrifuge. You just put a little sample on the thingy, and then it spins for six or seven minutes, and then it gives you a sperm count. Also, it's got a handy app so you can track your sperm count, and it gives you feedback on how to improve based on your current lifestyle. And it engages men in the fertility process early before you waste tons of time and money on failed IVF cycles and blame it all on the woman. I didn't really know all of this stuff before, but sperm regenerates every 90 days or so, so you can change your sperm count just by taking care of yourself. Not only that, according to the World Health Organization, low semen volume can also be associated with reduced sexual function and pleasure and an increased risk of urological conditions and chronic diseases. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if I were a dude, I would want to know all about my balls. Better to deal with a potential problem now than 10 years down the road when you're trying to get pregnant. So I sent an email over to Track to see if they wanted to sponsor me. I like this product. I would love for them to send me one. Am I already advertising for them? Whatever you do, do not buy track until they're my sponsor. I repeat, do not buy track until they are my sponsor. I will get you a discount code. But I'll figure it out. Yes. That's a great idea. That, I would be down for that. I got a couple people I'd like to run through those, <laughs> that system. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, so if you want a Virgo, I say let's aim to get you knocked up by December. Oh my well, that's God. That's so soon. It's not, I mean, what is it now? It's August. September, October, November. That's you got four months. Three, it's more like three months. <laughs> yeah, four months. Yeah. I don't know why not. <laughs> Just jump in, <laughs> jump into the deep end. I mean, well, she or might I be already wait. pregnant right now. So, <laughs> or I could wait for the next December, but that would be that's too that far. That would definitely preclude all natural options. Probably not definitely, but probably. Hmm. Don't you love when you hear of someone, I know someone who got pregnant at 45, you know, like yeah, those stories. Yeah, I hear it every day and I'm like, oh, thank you. Great, yeah. good luck with that. But those are outliers. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. That's why we hear about them. Totally. That's why they're called miracles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy for all of those people. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's so funny, the, like the minute you're, I'd say maybe 31. 32, and in a relationship. And in a relationship, it becomes a part of your life. Just yeah. the idea of it. Yeah. Hmm, I'm trying to think where I was. 
No. Did I you was... ever get people asking you that with your your last long term boyfriend? If we were gonna have kids, not Andrew, but the one before. Who's Andrew? Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Someone's moved on. So you're not wow. over it, huh? Well, I just don't call that a real relationship because. <laughs> well, I that's why I was clarifying. Cause... Yeah, in my brain, I was thinking about Dan. Yeah, the Dan Stone talking. Yeah, about. nobody asked us if we were having kids ever, but I think that's just because people were just like, Please don't, "Don't have kids. Don't put the idea out there." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Our relationship was too tumultuous to even talk about it. I mean, I just never knew if I wanted to be with him the next day. Mm, I loved but... him like insanely, but yeah. always knew that he was not right for me. Oh, so yeah, I couldn't, I never, I never thought about kids with him. Although Andy says that I thought about kids with him. So that's, oh, and I guess that's true. There was a while when, um, TMI to my listeners. We we weren't list. We weren't wearing. I wasn't. No, he wasn't wearing. wearing Who was wearing the condom? (laughs) Um, where we weren't using any protection, but he was just pulling out, and I every month was like sad when I got my period. Yeah. Oh, you wanted. So I guess I did want little baby dance. Yeah. But pretty glad we didn't do that. Pretty glad. Yeah. So before you were thirteen, did you ever think that you wanted to have kids? Um. I think I always thought of it as a, an obvious thing. And then it, even, you know, when I was until like recently, I haven't been so def- I've never been this definitive. I've always said, like, I don't know if I do, but I feel like I can't I like have to and mm-hmm. I can't imagine not. And then I realized, like, oh, when I think about having it actually having a kid, I don't mm-hmm. feel good and happy. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like. You know, yeah. I'm, Did you babysit at all when you were a kid? A little, but I was terrible at it. And I was the youngest of like ever. Like I didn't have a lot of I like uh, interaction with like younger kids mm-hmm. when I was younger either. So mm-hmm. that might be part of it. Since the beginning of this podcast, I've been curious about when it's implanted in a girl's mind that she needs to grow up to be a mom. Does it come from the baby dolls we're given to play with at a very young age? Is it from TV? Is it from society? Or is it just because we see our mommies being nurturing and know that mommies are girls too? So when I was hanging with my seven-year-old niece a couple months ago and she said she didn't want to have kids, I needed to investigate. Here she is. Oh, and I'm driving, but my sister-in-law's holding the phone, so don't judge me. Hi, I'm Isabel Addison Hockey. Oh, how old are you? I am seven years old. When's your birthday? March 3rd. March 3rd, wow. What does that make you, a Pisces? Huh? <laughs> Do you know? I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that you ever want to be a mommy? Nah, I don't want to be a mom because I don't even like babies that much. <laughs> They drool. They poop. But I have a question. You have Bunny with you, right? Yes. What is Bunny? A bunny. But you feed Bunny? Uh-huh. And you put Bunny at the dinner table with us? Uh-huh. And you uh, made sure that she had some food to eat. Did she drink any water? Oh, yes, she did. <laughs> so are you kind of Bunny's mama? I am Bunny's mom. But maybe you don't want human babies. You just want Bunny babies. Interesting. Is that interesting to you? Yes. Hmm. You never thought about that, huh? I'm not saying that you need to be a mama. Hmm. So do you, what do you, do you feel like pressured to wear girly clothes and to wear pink? No. You My like, do you like? color is red. You like red. My second favorite color is hot pink. Oh, that's cool. And my third favorite color is rainbow. Ooh, that's a beautiful color. And you're super cool. You love insects still, right? Uh-huh. They are so cute. What's cooler, insects or, like, American Girl dolls? Totally insects. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like American Girl dolls. Hey, do you want ice cream? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Ice cream! Vince, did he, did you guys talk about this, did you guys have this conversation before you got married? Yeah, definitely. He, he's definitive, doesn't want to, and then does the, but if, but I love you, and if you want to, we can do it, which is like a shitty thing to have it up and, like, up to you completely, Yeah. but it's also nice. Um, So, like, also knowing that he doesn't want to. Where, when in your relationship did you talk about that? Pretty early on, because 
uh, I mean, to me, it's just a normal question to ask someone you're dating. I don't well, think how, it's like... How early can you ask that question? Because I remember I used to ask I used to ask that early on in relationships and men would get freaked out about it. I think it depends on the conversations. Like, if you're getting to know each other and what, you know, hopes and dreams and shit conversation, yeah. then it's normal. Yeah. Especially, like, especially after you've already boned. But, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just bringing it up randomly. But then, you know, there was this part of me, and I've said this to him, too, like, when we were first dating... And and I, we liked each other like he said I don't ever want to get married and I was like well that ha- like I need that to be an option so if it's not going to be an option for you then this is like not going to work uh-huh. and we kind of broke up for a couple weeks wow. and then he came back and he's like okay I'll get married like this oh, shit. Is a- yeah and then proposed like two years later wow and yeah it was just wow. kind of so I feel like if you're dating if you have a definitive feeling about it either you you want kids period or you don't want kids period you should bring that up early on dating Mm. or early on kind of getting serious but if not then you don't really need to talk you know talk about it that much you know after I froze my eggs I somehow in all of my first dates brought that up (laughs) (laughs) really like it was sexy or something like hey guess what I froze my eggs yeah you don't have to worry so we can wait for a while like I'm not gonna put too much pressure on you wow well then yeah like for you you should bring it up early on because you want to know how they feel. Well, it doesn't. From I mean, now I go on a date and I bring up sperm cast, and sure. I don't care. Makes it easy. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, people think it's funny. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I haven't been on that many dates lately, but you shouldn't I mean, find out two years in. Also, that they can just look up my name on the internet, and <laughs> most of them think I was on this The Bachelor. Desperate to get pregnant. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. It's a fascinating conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Probably if you didn't live around here, if right. you were not from Los Angeles and you were in the Midwest or in the South or whatever, people you might feel a much much more pressure from people around you. Yeah. We have a we I think it's a lot more normal for, for us and the people that we interact with to have yeah. to have a decision or to have like an opinion about it. Yeah. It's probably it's just something not a lot of people who don't have you know weird lives like we do yeah think of weird lives we've chosen really weird lives. we really have we really have i wish i could see the sliding doors version of my life both ways don't you oh yeah yes yes (laughs) yeah and then decide oh right what if you saw your kid and you're like oh no forget that i don't (laughs) i'm good what if that actually but do what if that life actually did happen too both right. right oh like if you parallel can, universes yeah if you could clone yourself and i mean it might be happening if the multiverse is yeah real. that's what it's called the multiverse, multiverse yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> i dig it <gasps> hillary clinton is president yeah what? we're yeah we're bernie's all president and bernie, <laughs> bernie yeah bernie is also president is also president in another bernie one and hillary at the same yeah, time that's yeah. the multiverse it's infinite <laughs> totally oh. I don't know anything about the multiverse. I guess I got to go research that. <laughs> it's good. It's fun stuff. Oh. You get in this kind of loop. Oh, God. It's cool. That's going to give me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think we did it, you guys. Yeah, close it out, Amanda. Yeah, thanks for coming, Georgia. <laughs> thanks for having me, you guys. Great. Thanks, Molly, for you, you're here, too. And you did a great job. <laughs> Georgia, thank you so much for sharing uh, your you. afternoon with us and my listeners. Thanks for having me. You're the best. You Amanda, are. you also are the best. <laughs> I guess you. that's not possible, but it's possible in the multiverse. In the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to close the show out, but I don't know what to say. Georgia is the best, so buy her book now, don't delay. A man is my idol. I'd like to be her someday. Now, have you heard about my Patreon? Just a buck or two, you could support me and my baby. That's what you ought to do. Subscribe, rate, and share. Lord knows I need those reviews. I'll be 40 in two weeks and yes, I'm closer to my goal, that's true. But panic and my finances are weighing on my soul. I just need time. More time. Whew, I did it. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Spermcast. I just love and appreciate you so much, and I hope that you can come back and revisit me next week. Amanda's going to be out of town, so I'm on my own to figure out the next guest. Want to be a donor or nominate your friend, boyfriend, brother, dad, or grandpa? Email me at spermcast at gmail.com or call me at 323-741-1818. Big thank you to my new Patreon contributors, Rebecca Coolman-Taylor, Linda Wang, Ali Labriola, Gitta, Drury, Megan... Linnea, oh gosh, I'm tired from singing. Linnea Thuma, Lauren Silagi, and uh, Caitlin Rizik for upping her pledge. Woo, girl, thank you. Thank you so much, you guys. I'll be posting more videos this week, so if you haven't already, subscribe at patreon.com forward slash spermcast. Okay, so what did we learn today? It's not weird to not want babies. It's not weird to want babies. It's not weird to want babies and not be able to have them in the end. It's not weird to want to want to have babies, but then realize deep down that you don't want them at all. It's not weird to have no idea what you want. We shouldn't have to feel ashamed or embarrassed by any of this stuff. So start conversations with your friends, lovers, kids, and mothers, and tell everyone that recoils and sneers at the subject to relax and get with the times. Because as my dad always says, nobody's human. Thanks to Amanda Lund for being my wonderful producer and to Georgia Hardstark for coming to visit. As always, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Spermcast. See you next week. He could be balding, bearded, shorter, or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, white. Tiny ass with an underbite. I just need sperm. Spermcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 